So I just recorded a podcast, so you'll hear like the introduction and all that in a second, uh, and me go on with my rambling, but um, I'm about to play a song for you that I heard after I left Winchester, Virginia the other night, after I recorded the last podcast, after I had a really good conversation with my buddy Cody about biblical things, end times, la da 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 um, and my Bluetooth had cut off, so the radio station had just been playing. I didn't go searching for this radio station or nothing like that. It had been left on Psalm 1, I mean, not Psalm. It had been left on Caleb 104.9, you know, local station, but down there, it was it's a totally different station, and it seemed like it was must be a country station or a country Christian station. I don't know what it was, but um, it's just crazy. Like, everything I talked about, on the podcast and then with Cody and how the world's looking. And then that song comes on. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like I can't even make this stuff up if I tried. So, uh, here's the little snippet of the song and then you'll hear me go into the podcast. Enjoy. Time is winding down. Just look around us. Evil's breaking loose on every side. His time is almost over. But soon the clock will stop and Jesus Christ will split the skies. So shout it from the rooftops, proclaim it in the streets. Tell your friends and neighbors, tell everyone you meet. We all need Savior, but we're running out of time. He's coming back at midnight. It's 11.59. Yo, what up? Welcome to the podcast. It is Wednesday, March 2nd. Uh, got a lot on my mind. So uh, I want to just continue this project, keep the momentum rolling. This Psalms project that I'm doing, I'm in Psalm 5. Um, but before I go into that, um, I woke up this morning and um, I go down in my living room and I'm looking at these these pictures of my kids, you know, smiling and stuff and uh, was just overwhelmed. And I instantly just had to give thanksgiving to God because... Um, I have to thank God for everything I have, um, everything he's done, and um, I'm just very grateful that I have uh, beautiful, healthy children and this life in a world where war is going on, in a world where there's other children on the other side of the, the earth right now getting blown up, and it's... Uh, it's a terrible tragedy what's going on in the world right now. Um, I really just don't have any words for the wickedness, the the heinousness, the evil. I, I just I, I when you're on one side of the spectrum, it, it is sort of hard to grasp the level of the other side of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Like I'm just. I'm in a great spot mentally and spiritually. So for me to be on this side of the spectrum to uh, know that the other side of the spectrum is happening right now, it's very uh, painful when I think about it and meditate on it. So I try not to 
dwell and meditate on the things that are going on right now. I don't ignore them, but I can't just stay too overly focused or I will live a depressed, angry, fearful life. Um, so I am careful about how much I allow my mind to absorb when it comes to media, news, um, things of that nature. But um, I'm going to read Psalm 5, see if I can branch some thoughts from it. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy, in fear of you. I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Pronounce them guilty, God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of, your trans of, of their transgressions. For they have rebelled against you. But let all those who rejoice put their trust in you. Put their trust in you. Um... There's a couple things that you know I'll hit on in that psalm, but I went for a run this morning. I ran three miles, and uh, in the middle of the run, I had to stop because my uh, chest was on fire, and I really felt like I was about to die for a second. Like I literally had to stop, and um, for whatever reason, I just thought in my head, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fast today. I was like, I just want to fast um, just in honor of humanity, in honor of God, and in honor of all things that are good. Love, peace, kindness, brotherly love. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to run in honor of Ukraine, and I wanted to fast in honor for Ukraine, uh, for those people. So in my mind, I was like, you know what, I'm going to fast today. And uh, later on, after I got home and you know, finished working out and showering and stuff. I, I went on Twitter and I saw, I didn't even know that today's Ash Wednesday and today is, you know, they call it the day of prayer and, uh, you know, the beginning of Lent or whatever. And I'm not Catholic. I don't follow the Catholic religion. I don't really know too much about it. I know that there's a lot of traditions in there that, um, that some might be good, but a lot of them I, I don't necessarily understand. Um, but anyways, I know that today's the beginning of, uh, some fasting for some people. So I was, I thought that was ironic that I randomly thought I'm going to fast today and then I come to find out today is a day where a lot of people are fasting. Whether that's a full fast where they don't have any food or water or they just have water or they do the quote unquote the cute little uh, fast where they fast from like f social media or TV which I mean I'm not knocking those but like a real fast is you're doing a real sacrifice. You're really sacrificing something you need which in my mind is uh, yeah food or water you know what I mean so um, I'm going to fast today. I'm not trying to say that to 
boast about it or anything like that. I know the Bible says not to uh, tell people about what you're doing, but I'm I'm saying that I thought it was ironic that I thought, you know, I'm going to fast day and then come to find out that's what a lot of people are actually doing. But uh, I also saw this, which I also can agree with. If somebody can't commit to a fast of uh, food or water, which I understand, it's very, it's hard unless you're truly determined to do it. I, I saw this and I was like, you know what, this is something maybe people should fast from. And, and I'll read off what I, what, I, what I seen or what I read. It says, fast from hurting words and say kind words. Fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude. Fast from anger and be filled with patience. Fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. Fast from worries and have trust in God. Fast from complaints. Contemplate simplicity. Fast from pressures and be prayerful. Fast from bitterness. Fill your hearts with joy. Fast from selfishness and be compassionate. Fast from grudges and be reconciled. Fast from words. Be silent and listen. Now, I'm not saying do all of those things at once, but maybe one of those, you know what I mean? Maybe if, if we are complaining, maybe we fast from the complaints and focus on the good things in, in our lives. And thank God for those things. If we're holding grudges or, or, or negativity, release and fast from those things and be reconciled to the other person or yourself if, if you haven't forgiven yourself for something that you might have done. But there's so many different things we could fast from and that's not what I was trying to get into with this podcast. But like I said, I wanted to only bring that up because I uh, was I, I planned on doing that today and I'm still going to do that today. And like I said, I come to find out that today is a day, uh, the beginning of Lent or whatever and a lot of people are fasting, and uh, I think they also said it's the global day of prayer, which is awesome. So that means maybe a lot more people are praying more than normal. We should be. It's a very wicked and crazy time. We should be praying. Um, but I do think it's also at the same time a little, a little weird that we even have a global day of prayer. In my eyes, there should be not one day that is magnified for prayer, like every day should be a day of prayer. Every day we should pray. In the morning, in the middle of the day, nighttime, in between. I mean, prayer should be a natural thing. It's, it's like breathing for me, you know what I mean? Like prayer is a huge part of my life and I hope prayer is a huge part of your life. If it's not, it's one of the ben most beneficial things you could do for your heart and your mind. Prayer is effective. Uh, I think in the book of James it says, The prayers of a righteous man availeth much. It means it's effective. It does something. Um, and in Psalm 5, you know, it, it said, uh, where does it say it? Verse 2, Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you and I will look up. That's crucial right there, what you do in the morning. It, it is. As soon as you wake up, it's... We, we, uh, my day could have went one way or the other. I could have just stayed. Um, let's say I could have went to Twitter and stayed on Twitter and 
uh, focused on all the, the crazy news and, and seeing all the horrific things and that, that could have filled my day with anger, uh, frustration, hatred, um, just a bunch of different things. But instead, my day started with prayer. It's so crucial to talk to God in the morning, to give Him some glory, to maybe confess some things we're holding on to, to ask for strength to overcome some things that maybe we're struggling with. You know, I, I, I prayer is so, it's vital. Like, it's, I don't know how we live without prayer. Like, what are we doing without prayer? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just, it's so natural for me. That's why I hope uh, it, it's natural for other people or it becomes more natural for other people. I pray all the time, morning, uh, middle of the day, nighttime, praying in English, praying in tongues. I mean, I pray uh, quite often. And, um, you know, like I said, that verse, it, it, it really, uh, you know, it stands out because I do believe in the morning it can, it could set the tone, <clears throat> it can set the tone for your day. Um, so let me see if I have anything else I wanted to pull out of this uh, passage. You know, he, he the after he says that that you know he says you know you're a God who takes no pleasure in wickedness. That's the truth. God is not happy. God is very angry with the wickedness in the world, and God is going to destroy every evil man, every evil woman. God is going to destroy them unless they repent. And some people that are wicked, they come to repentance and there's some people who just never turn. And, um, you know, it says, the Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. It, 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 the Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. Putin is bloodthirsty. He's also deceitful. He's lied to his own military about what they're doing. He said it's military drills that ends up it's war, you know what I mean? He lied to his own people. He's tried to use social media and, and things of that nature to just lie and give propaganda to his country um, and, and create a false reality. It's sort of wild just to see the wickedness at the highest level. And it's like, it just makes the Bible that much more true. It's like, this stuff was written, it was, it was written, it was predicted. You could say it was a good guess, or you could just admit that the Spirit of the Living God moved through men to write this stuff down on whatever papyrus. I don't know what they were writing the original manuscripts on. I don't even know what they were using, but the fact that it was written and now it's been, you know, written on on paper and, and typed on paper, it's it's just a wild thing. You see it come to pass. All the words of Jesus come to pass. All the prophecies that have ever been written, they're coming to pass. It's a wild, wild time. Um but anyways, let me just keep going with uh, this on. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. In the multitude of your mercy. In fear of you, I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. Right now, um, there's so much different wars going on, right? I'm not talking like just physical war. There's there's spiritual war. There's war between family. There's info war. There's there's uh, this thing called hybrid wars, um, cyber wars, wars within ourselves. And until we get rock solid in truth, rock solid in the way of God, 
We are going to keep being tossed back and forth as a people, as a nation, as a world. And we'll never come together if we don't stand on something. I think there's a there's a saying that says, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. And right now, I just see social media just literally pivoting people against each other. Um, social media with propaganda, news with propaganda, and... You know, maybe it's maybe it's all for the money, or maybe it's all part of a master plan from the deceitful and the wicked and the people who really run shit because they got a ton of money. Uh, I can't give an answer to that. But if you're not rock solid in your faith, I don't know what you can be rock solid in. You know what I mean? So, um. I don't have much more to say. Um, this world needs God. This world needs Jesus. It's a, it's crucial. And oh, that's one other thing I wanted to say. I uh, the other the other night after I did my last podcast and I spoke with my buddy Cody and we talked about end times and. Uh, things of that nature. I was going through Virginia and my Bluetooth was cut off, so I was just listening to the radio. And I this this I had it on. It was on 104.9, which is you know locally it's K Love, right? But down in Virginia, it wasn't K Love. I think it was a country station. But they were playing a song, and the lyrics from it were wild. Um, the song was. Um, let me see if I could just pull it up real quick. Sunday Drive. Sunday Drive. Let me just pull this up real quick and then I'll end it at that. Sunday Drive lyrics. Time is winding down. Just look around us. Evil's breaking loose on every side. The devil knows his time is almost over, but soon the clock will stop and Jesus Christ will split the sky. So shout it from the rooftops. Proclaim it in the streets. Tell your friends and neighbors. Tell everyone you meet. We all need a savior, <clears throat> but we're running out of time. He's coming back at midnight, and it's 11.59. That's just, it's its just wild, and I truly believe that, yes, we are at 11.59. We are very close to midnight. We are very close to the last prophecy coming to pass. Jesus Christ splitting the sky, and you seeing him. Real Jesus, the living God. The verse after the chorus, it says... God's prepared a place for all his children, free from fear and doubt, tears and pain, but we must choose our destination. There's just one way to heaven, and Jesus is his name. Back to the chorus. So shout it from the rooftops, proclaim it in the streets. Tell your friends and neighbors, tell everyone you meet. We all need a savior, but we're running out of time. He's coming back at midnight, and it's 11.59. 31 years of life, I've never seen the wickedness the way it is now. With all the different wars going on, I'm telling you, he is so close. I, 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 you can think I'm crazy for saying that, but I'm telling you that from the bottom of my heart. He is close. So get close to him. Draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. The Bible says that. God embraces those who come to him. You don't have to clean up your life. You don't have to become perfect. You don't have to be this goody two-shoe church-going person. You have to just have your faith in Jesus. You know, recognize that we've all messed up and recognize that he is 
the forgiveness. He's the mercy. He is God. He is very forgiving, abundant in mercy, overflowing in loving kindness. He's so freaking big. He can, he can easily wipe out all of our slates, all the dirty things we've ever said, done. It's all washed away when we put our faith in him. That's what the beautiful thing of the cross is about. So um, if you haven't ever embraced Jesus, now is the time. This is getting close to the end. And hopefully that doesn't scare you. Hopefully that excites you because it's it'll be the end of this life. But the next life will blow everything we ever knew out of water. It'll be magnified. There'll be no more sorrow, no more pain, no more tears, no more anxiety, no more depression, no more war. It'll all be over. It says that somewhere, I think, in Revelation. Let me just see if I can pull that up real quick and then I'll end it because I know I'm... I'm dragging this on, and I, I try not to make the podcast too long because I know that all of our attention span is not that great, including my own. But let me just pull that up real quick. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write for these words, they're faithful and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son slash daughter. And then it goes on to say, but the cowardly, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the sexually immoral, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <sighs> Salvation is so simple. It's Jesus Christ. It's, it's so simple. It is not some complex thing. So my prayer for anybody is that's listening to this, that Jesus is or becomes a part of your life before the clock strikes zero. Have a good week. Keep having hope. Keep having faith. And uh, I'll be on here soon. Peace. Time is winding down. Just look around us. Evil's breaking loose. Never side. The devil knows his time is almost over. But soon the clock will stop and Jesus Christ will split the skies. So shout it from the rooftops, proclaim it in the streets. Tell your friends and neighbors. Midnight, it's eleven fifty nine.